to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. It is ever-changing. If you want local <laughs> knowledge, you have come to the right place. Yes. And we have some local knowledge, insider local Icon real estate knowledge uh, yeah. of, of how to grow a business. You know, and, and not many people realize that realtors are business people. Mm-hmm. At least the successful ones are. Mm-hmm. You have to at least have an understanding of what your sales are, what your expenses are, how are you going to go get your business? Because I mean, you're you're going through this right now. Mm-hmm. You're somewhat new into mm-hmm. this world, sure. And you've got to think to yourself, okay, I don't make money unless I get to the closing table. Mm-hmm. That's when I get paid. Yeah. And not many people realize that. Some people think, oh, I'll just give my real estate agent, you know, hundred bucks for giving me a comp service or something like that. No, I don't want your money. Mm-hmm. Don't give me money until we get to a transaction. Right. So. You're, you're going through this right now. Yeah. Right? Of yeah. trying to figure out how do I get well, business? Well, I, th- I think, well, and also I think, you know, as a new agent, you, the, you realize that this is a profession where the threshold to entry is kind of low. Like, mm. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, sure. you take a relatively short-ish class. You're not and going you, through PA and school you take or a something test, like that. Right? Right? Two and and so, yeah, yeah, I mean, and there's some investment, but it's not like right. incredibly expensive. And you know, I mean, there's expense to it, but so then you get there and then you have this license finally, but then you're like, okay, now I have to build this business because nothing comes in unless I do something. But then if you read the, you know, you read the data, the statistics, maybe the reason why some people don't think like real estate agents are business people is because like over 80% aren't in real estate after yeah. one year. So you're and saying so, any old idiot can get their license. That's well, pretty much I'm in a nutshell what you're saying. I'm not saying that, yes. sorry. No, yes. but I'm saying that <laughs> if, you, if you've if you been around for years, you must be doing something right. Yes. You know what I mean? So you know, that's what I'm getting at. And you're good at it. Sorry if that didn't come out. No, no it came out fine. I'm just mocking <laughs> you and the business. Okay. Because, no, it is true. I mean, anybody can go pass a test and, and say, okay, yeah, I can go help you sell a house or right. buy a house. But you have to have some sort of game plan. Mm-hmm. You have to be motivated yes. as well. Yeah. So I'm excited to introduce one of the agents that we've mentioned on our episodes in the past, but sure. now she is here in person. We get a chance to hear her story because this is going to translate across the spectrum of not just being a realtor. Okay. Her conversation, her story really can impact anybody who is thinking about, oh, I'm going to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or anybody who is like an entrepreneur who's thinking to themselves, how do I get sales? How yes. do I make money? Mm-hmm. Her story will impact you in a real way. So here's Sarah Abdurazak from Icon Real Estate. Well, hello there, Sarah Abdurazak. How are you? I'm good. You pronounced it right. So exciting to have you with us today. I I was wondering if you pronounced it right. I was like, oh, I didn't think that was correct. (laughs) I have butchered many people's names in the past, but Mm -hmm. yes, I can get that one right. Yeah. Well, let's start with that. Where does that name come from? And you are married and you're married to an Abderazak. So we want to get to know you better. I love hearing people's stories. So let's dive in with that name. It's Arabic. Okay. It's the first thing that usually I get asked when I'm introducing myself or at the airport, especially. Sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, married into it. And 
I it was pre Facebook when I met my husband, and I didn't know. Th- I didn't have a clue on how to spell it. Mm-hmm. So, you know those address books that you actually wrote down people's addresses? In? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh, the mm-hmm. ancient mm-hmm. technology. And <laughs> I met him um, the first day of orientation. I went back to my dorm and like was making notes of you know who I met and yeah. everything. And I spelled that name so wrong. I put a <laughs> D-E-C-K on the end like it was a deck oh, out the backyard yeah. of, uh, of wow. your house. Yeah. No, it's... No. It's just double R's, double Z's, and it's way intimidating, but it yes. is sounded out, it's phonetic. That's mm-hmm. how I remember it, and you know what? It's so easy, I, I love Apple in so many ways, and sometimes they're kind of annoying, but you start typing in, for me, mm-hmm. Abdrazak, and within three letters, it instantly pops up, and it already does it for, it me, for me, too, and I just it's met great. you a few months ago. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Um, it's So two things about that, like, it's um, usually alphabetically the first. If I'm like going mm. to an event mm. and there's name tags, mm-hmm. I am normally all the way to the left, <laughs> top row there. And you know our kids are going to be if alphabetically placed in yeah. in classrooms, they're going to be right up front with sure. the teachers. Um, obviously, Adam had to deal with that growing up. I didn't. Cause, so your husband's name is Adam, so yeah. he is A A. So you yes. get even double A's <laughs> in the initials. So guess what we did with both of our children we also named them with a uh, first name a oh. names so we we have all of that so uh-huh. aa for my husband alex is our son and then abby we cool. were we were following a trend with his family they are all a's as well yep. oh so that's Love sweet. well that is a great icebreaker now yeah. we know the name story we want to dive into your story of Eventually, we want to get to how you grow a business and mm-hmm. the way that you do that. But walk us through a little bit about your background. Yeah. So you talked about school, where you met Adam, but then walk us through your career path and where you've been over the last several years. Sure. Um, so I've been in real estate eight years. Um, after college, I was in Manhattan, in and out. Um, I, my background is musical theater mm. oh, cool. so i have a degree in musical theater and dance and you're using that right now aren't you um, yeah yeah i am using it in a way <laughs> to be relatable and like be able to talk to anybody and and you know not scripted right oh, but like yeah. and i'm not also i'm not playing a character you right. know, quote unquote right. when i'm miss real estate agent but it is um it's always helpful that like hey if i'm not always on or you know i have something else going on in my life i can i can put on the real estate hat but it's so i know i know that complete different night and day of music theater <laughs> kind of the creative world and yeah. then into real estate into the business world so you yep. have a well balanced i would almost say personality type well balanced mm-hmm. just background and knowledge that, well, thanks. Yeah. Gets Did you, you do anything you else before real estate? I mean, that seems like a, the transition from that. Yeah. I was studying for my real estate test during the like the last show, shows of uh, Chorus Line that I was in. Wow. So I played one of the cut dancers, and I'm only in the first scene because it's, it's supposed to mock an audition, right. and then people get cut. Mm-hmm. And those all those cut dancers stay behind stage and we provide backup vocals okay. because huh. the rest of the cast is just they're singing their butts off and they're kicking their faces mm-hmm. and they they can't um support all the sound mm. so the cut dancers are there in the background you know doing the more uh singing mm-hmm. but there were long periods of the show that i was doing absolutely nothing in the backstage area so <laughs> i had already made up my mind um 
to transition into real estate. So I was already oh, okay. studying uh-huh. during the closing of that show, like the last two weeks, um, trying to just get through the, you know, page after page mm-hmm. of the hours of studying. Um, but the military has this really cool program for spouses that gives them money to finish a certificate <laughs> or any college courses that they wanted to do, or basically it's to support the spouses that have to move with every you know mm-hmm. uh, duty station sure. change. And so we had just been in the military four years at that point, and we were coming up on probably moving to the next station. And I knew theater, and I was an um, equity uh, actors union actor. Mm-hmm. So if we were going to be moved to like the middle of Tennessee or the middle of New York, okay. like near Buffalo, there aren't a lot of um, union houses where I could have actually had a life with my husband mm-hmm. and not had to travel far outside of where the base was sure. and where we'd probably have housing. Mm-hmm. So the writing was kind of on the wall with that one. If we were going to stay in the military, I needed to find something that was transferable by state mm-hmm. and that was was I was able to do, like get certified and fast mm-hmm. in a way. And um, that I had a remote skill in, sure. you know, sure. people. And so, yeah. what state were you in when you were doing Chorus Line and taking that real estate test? That was in Washington. I was uh, performing in Seattle, hmm. and we lived an hour south in Olympia, where the base was. So I already was traveling an hour in mm-hmm. insane traffic, getting there and back. Um, and it, it there was also writing on the wall too that if we wanted a family, if we wanted kids. Um, one, nobody's going to hire a pregnant dancer. That's just, <laughs> I mean, casting and stuff, there's, you, you can't have a bump when you're dancing. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless that role specifically calls for somebody who's pregnant. Sure, sure. Um, and then, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't conducive for family life. Mm-hmm. I'd be gone all night, and he was up early for PT mm-hmm. and had an early um, stop to his day, but then I was leaving to mm-hmm. get yeah. ahead of the traffic. Sure. Yeah. So, so this, anyway, that was the background that mm-hmm. for about a decade so I performed. Washington. Yeah, in Washington, mm-hmm. state of Washington, and mm-hmm. you're performing. Now you're getting your license. You passed the test, mm-hmm. and now it's time to get into the meat of mm. the conversation of how do you start, and maybe what you've learned over the years. But I want to hear also like the transitions that you've made because you you're now in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So walk us through kind of that process of getting your license to then getting business and and mm-hmm. how you go about growing yourself from scratch, basically. Yeah. And then starting over all those times. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be the key. Um, so I've been in um, Washington. I've been in Olympia for four years, and we had already grown sort of our niche of military folks that we mm-hmm. knew, and they were our our people, you know, our inner circle. Mm. Um, so getting in. That was my niche at first, and I also was very lucky that I landed at a um, a Remax office that had top producers and some people that were in the Buffini coaching world already, and they they were growing their business by referral. And I had enough clients, or I had sorry, I had enough agents to watch and learn from because I mm. would just put myself in the office. It was an open cubicle kind of situation with what I paid for for my desk fee. And I would just listen to the other agents on the phone, negotiating deals, holding things together, coaching their clients through you know difficult situations in the transaction. 
So I learned a lot just by sitting at my desk and kind of looking busy, but I really didn't have much to do. <laughs> I was like organizing papers and like pinning things up, you know, for motivation on my bulletin board. Um, but that helped. And I also had enough agents where I could ask them for their listing inventory if I could host an open house. And I tell you, for the first six months I was in, I, I did it sometimes in a weekend because I had no kids. I did four open houses in the weekend. Oh, goodness. I would do two on Saturday and two on Sunday. I would do a two-hour in the morning from like 11 to 1, and then I think I would do um, like a 3 to 4 and into the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Don't recommend that. Yeah. But um, I just I tr- I busted my butt trying to meet buyers um, and then seeing inventory that was in the area. Mm-hmm. And then I had the military niche to help me, you know, once I started telling the people in my husband's unit that I had my license Mm. and if they wanted to purchase, I could help them. And it was always transitioning. Mm -hmm. So people were coming in and leaving. So I was sort of the go-to, hey, you know, Abs's wife, uh, that's what they call him. Oh my gosh, he has so many nicknames. (laughs) Alphabet Soup, um, Abacajabra, um, Abadanzo, and Terrorist. Actually, no, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because it's Arabic. Anyway, so he um, he would kind of help me in his unit to get me known. Um, So there's the relationship component to it. You know, where like they know him. Yes. They trust. They trusted him. They trust Mm -hmm. you with him. And so therefore, Mm -hmm. hey, let's work with Sarah. Yeah. And I mean, just the the story, I've transferred my license in into four different states have had three different like startups of my hmm. business mm-hmm. in eight years wow yeah yeah so, so that's the heart of what i want to talk yeah, about yeah. is because you've been successful in each mm-hmm. of those startups mm-hmm. and each one might look a little different yeah there's no real kind of formula formula no but what can you transfer to us that was like that was the successful part mm-hmm. of each of those startups yeah Okay, so um, showing up, and you know they say that showing up is uh, you know half the battle, mm-hmm. um, and you got to be present to win. Those phrases, uh, think work ethic wise, I've always grasped onto work and hard work. Um, so the first go about it was um, showing up mm-hmm. and learning, um, constantly learning. And then we were there two years in Washington, like on the nose, I think. Mm. And then we left, um, transitioned out of active duty to National Guard and moved to the East Coast to be close to our family. And then there, I was there for a year and a half. And that was a comfortable zone because I... Which state was this in? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I had grown up there. Mm -hmm. And we we moved back in with my parents. We were in the basement. It was really great. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And we had a, a six-month-old, and so it was great, Mimi and Papa time. But um, you know, we were both starting up a sales business um, together. And I, for that one, I just kind of plugged back into the network of our church and my dance community because I st- I was dancing when I was in high school, and then I had a couple of friends that were still in the area um, that hadn't moved out of state, mm-hmm. and so I reconnected with them, um, and that really helped. Just you know, friends base, and then the networking base so i don't know what the the golden nugget there in new hampshire was but maybe it was because i started to make things happen in my own area like i i started um a mom's group Hmm. where we would rotate houses every week and we'd get together on a you know tuesday or thursday morning 
And it started as just a boys club because all of these women that I knew had little boys. Mm -hmm. And that's who we had at the time. We just had Alex. And it was, I had been in one in Washington that I absolutely loved when I was first a mom. Such a support group for me because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was petrified. And um, in New Hampshire, there wasn't anything like that. So I started that, and uh, it was just, it was great. So that was a big help. And were you starting that with any kind of motivations in mind of kind of growing your business, or did you start, I mean, kind of, how did that really go? I mean, obviously helping as a mom is mm -hmm. getting plugged into the community, but then there's obviously the business component to it of, hey, we're building relationships here. Yeah. You know me, I like you, I know you, and so then therefore they can Mm -hmm. give you their business um, when it comes to real estate. Yep. Um, and so a second piece to the New Hampshire story was the, I, I joined a BNI group as well. Explain that. Okay. So it? that's business networking international Okay. and it's a national brand of, uh, one, one salesperson or one person per category mm-hmm. or niche. So there's only one real estate agent. There's only one contractor. There's only wow. one. Uh, lender, mm-hmm. so that you form a referral group of trusted individuals that you can refer to, and then you get referrals back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Givers gain is their um, their motto. So I was on, in one of those, so that helped as well start my business. But again, just being present. I mean, mm-hmm. I hosted business networking luncheons mm-hmm. um, to try to get my folks' appreciation back, and um, just continually feeding feeding people um, referrals, and then that helped me in return mm-hmm. um and so there's a lot of relationship building basically mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that's how i'm um, built that's how i function mm-hmm. my aesthetic or like my word vocabulary is aesthetic and um a world view and one of my clients here recently just um for a halloween party got us together and he was remarking, he's like, you are the most considerate person ever. It's it's really obnoxious. <laughs> but he meant it in a nice way. He's like, you just, you know, like we say one nugget of like, oh, we kind of need a snowblower. And then you've got like, immediately you've dropped something off that makes our life easier. And, you know, it's just, it's what I live for. It's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And um, that has helped my business tremendously. Sure. I'm a gift giver. I think that's my love language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's neat. And and now here you are in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. And so so, so third, chapter three. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you you moved to the town again because of military move. Uh huh. And you're planted in Winchester. Mm-hmm. And you're looking around and you're saying, I can transfer my real estate license, yeah. right? So then what yeah. happens? I mean, it's it's my skill base too. At this point, you know, I've sure. been in the business for four and a half years, or yeah, three three and a half. I'm sorry. And I just said, okay, well, I guess I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Now, consistently, starting in Washington, I failed to mention, like, this whole umbrella of my career uh, so far, I had gotten a business coach hmm. in Washington, and they helped me do the transition to New Hampshire. I remember, like, week one of landing in New Hampshire saying, holy why did we move? I had a great thing going. I was finally picking up momentum. Mm-hmm. I've just crushed it and like left my database to another agent. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know if you want to get into that rabbit hole, but there's a whole other podcast <laughs> yeah, on how to how to right. sell your database yeah. and transition. But, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've done it twice now. Yeah. But the, the coach really saw me consistently through the transition into New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And then when I brought up the subject of, 
Okay, I'm moving again. Guess what? We're going to Virginia. I know nobody. At least in New Hampshire, it was a soft landing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Virginia, I right. didn't know anybody. Yeah, because it's like at least you had the military connection in Washington. You go yeah. to New Hampshire; it's your hometown. Home. Yes, Virginia's new. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, yes, we moved because Adam's job, um, and we originally got here. It was only supposed to be an eighteen-month assignment down mm-hmm. in this area. Mm-hmm. Now, I had been, um, I'd gotten some advice from my business coach saying. Why don't you just hop on a team? You know you're leaving in 18 months. It's not a long time to like really do yeah. your own business growing because mm-hmm. it does take time. I mean, it, yeah. you don't build up momentum until maybe six months in. Mm-hmm. And I know this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to beat myself up about it, but I said, I have a marketable skill. I am, I'm trained. I already know how to run my own business. I'm successful at it. I, you know, closed millions of real estate deals. So you just need the quick. Yeah, I just, yeah, just to be able to get the money and the income coming in. Correct, and not have this gap of income, right? Which I was aware of, and um, so I, I took that advice and I said, okay, I want to, I want to interview with the top agents in the area that are open to having a team or maybe already do have a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, luckily enough, I ran into a lender mm-hmm. that was in town that was also like a top producing lender. Mm-hmm. And she kind of took me under her wing and she gave me some direction locally and saying, I think you should really talk to so-and-so. I think they might be a good fit. Have you thought about so-and-so? Like, it's going to be your decision, but here are some names, okay. right, that I might yeah. not have known about. Sure. The, and this is while I was um, practicing and transferring my license. Mm-hmm. I think that's key, too, that the nugget I've taken away from each time that I've moved is that, like, I wasn't resting on my laurels when I was transferring the licensing. So I always was proactive hmm. in, I've already reached out to the state board ahead of, ahead of me mm-hmm. and said, what do I need? What's the documents? I've already filled out the forms. I have them ready. I know the process. Mm-hmm. And I just have to take the time to study. So I take like two weeks, maybe a month, once I landed in the new state to study and then immediately I was booking the test. So no downtime. No. Yeah. Mm. Making no. sure. But that's being organized. Yeah. You know, just having the mentality of like, I've got to like, I've got to put money on the table. I've got to be able to bring something to mm-hmm. this household and, mm-hmm. and I want to be productive. And so mm-hmm. having the organization, the forethought and the skills to then put it all together and say, okay, let's hit the ground running when I'm moving into town. Yeah. And you can do that three times. Yes. Now, you've mentioned a couple different things. You mentioned um, BNI. So we, we yes. heard about that as far as networking. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned Buffini yep. and a coach. So walk us through kind of the the benefits that you see of what, I mean, you, that coach obviously coached you through mm-hmm. the transitions. But what else does a coach support system do for you? Oh, my gosh. So much there. I just actually wrote down my story. I mean, this is very apropos that we're here and I'm redoing my story Mm. because I just wrote it down for the coaching company because they have people that they've helped improve their lives for, you know, two decades. But, you know, who am I? But coaching has been so instrumental in the consistency of my career. Um, They're a foundation of accountability as well. An organization they have software for the database and the marketing and uh, just so much um, research has gone into what they send out for me to use um, and coaching 
uh, or sorry, training programs, mm -hmm. um, you know, 100 Days of Greatness for new agents, all, all the way up to mastery of how do you transition your business when you want to retire hmm. and give it off. Mm -hmm. um, they have all these training modules that um, are really one of a kind for our industry. Um, so yeah, it's the accountability, um, the, the tools that I've been able to put in place, mm -hmm. um, the actual like cards that I send out my notes, the pop by tags of when I drop something off at somebody's front door, it's always marketing with my my information on there and then like a little, you know, picture and tag that goes with it. Mm -hmm. um, so those are all yeah. terms you're talking about when it comes to marketing. So yes. they're giving you kind of these marketing ideas, but they're also giving you uh, ideas of how to grow your business from yes. a business model standpoint. Yes. Sounds like they're also giving you ideas of how to even like script things out mm -hmm. and and then there's the accountability, which that's is great. That's what I was going to say. Is it's yeah. the accountability that's probably, right. you know, making sure that you actually... So is it a single person that you, I don't want to say report to, but that mm -hmm. you kind of go back to and say, I did this and this was successful or what should I do from here? Yes. Is that how it works? Yep. So I've had the same coach for five plus years. Okay. And so that's been, I think, a huge string in um, my success story is mm -hmm. that she's been there for every time that I've moved my license and mm -hmm. yes so I report to her we usually have you know the the tasks at hand at the end of the call we um, we wrap up and I say okay I still need to get those things done she's gonna check on me in two weeks I better move my butt and get those things done <laughs> yeah um, and then every year you know we we were in sales we're cyclical in this business and with the downtime sometimes in the winter time being slower that's when our coaches really get on us that we need to do the, all the business planning. Mm -hmm. And I, I kid you not, every year at about this time, she sends out the, like, here's your business plan. you got to fill it out and get it to me by December 1. Mm -hmm. Every year I take a huge breath when that email hits my account and I just don't want to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I want to run and hide. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. And you look at this uphill climb of like, oh my gosh, January 1 and i got to rebuild like where are my transactions coming from? Yeah, you know I'm I'm starting at zero dollars, and I you know where are my goals? And I tell you, like the January calls that I have with her, she is on us. Like, and so she coaches over a hundred agents ask. all across uh -huh. the country, okay. and and she has a Facebook group for mm -hmm. us, and mm -hmm. I love those people. We have live events, and we just were down in Nashville. I finally got to see them all after two years of COVID and all the events mm -hmm. being canceled, but. That community is by far the best investment piece of the coaching. Well, okay, no. The accountability is great, yeah. but it hurts. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like a kick in the butt every but January it she only, gives me. It yeah. only works when you're following through. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. a coach is only as good as what their players do. Yep. And so they can coach you, but if you're not following through with it, you're not going to be successful. So yeah. it, it definitely shows how you're motivated. Yeah. to, to well, grow as well. I mean, I have to say, when you said that you when you met your husband and you went back and you were writing down the names of people you met, I'm like, that shows her personality. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I know. That's yeah. a, yeah, you're obviously a very driven a and bit. organized person. So yeah. quick question. I mean, you're talking about this coach. Is this strictly a real estate career path coach or do these coaches that you're affiliated with do other kind of categories of business? Um, they do other other categories of business for sure. They, I would say, probably eighty percent 
real estate and and or lenders mm-hmm. um but they they have i didn't know this until like yesterday and i've been mm-hmm. with the company five years um they have a totally different like marketing um kit and stuff that they send out to anybody else that's not in the real estate or lending specific fields oh. and but yeah they coach people like in nonprofits. they coach people in fundraising they coach mm-hmm. people that want to be motivational speakers i mean they they have all sorts of small businesses that you support mm-hmm. and entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah as far as that the coaching how did you so you said you've been a part of it for five years who how did you decide that that was an investment you wanted Ooh. to make or did you know did you have a trusted advisor that kind of told you about it how did that come about in the first place because it's not free no, right. no, I mean, investment. it's an investment. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's a really, really good question. So more about me and, <laughs> and my personality. So I uh, became pregnant the second year in Washington into being licensed in mm-hmm. real estate. And I had had like successes. I had closed a couple of deals my first year, you know, like 12, I think was, was my first year. That is phenomenal. Now that I yeah. know the national average of, yeah, you know, the first year in the business, 80% of agents actually decide it's not for them right and you know maybe have four or five closings so i did phenomenally well but i was pregnant and i was like i don't know what this is gonna do like Mm -hmm. am i gonna get back into it i was really afraid that my maternity leave would just turn me into a couch potato and i'd never want to get up off the couch and do anything but i knew in myself that i didn't want that like i couldn't be um a complete stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. My mom was, love her to death, and it was a wonderful life for her, but I I knew I wanted to work and keep working. I like making money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to a event in Seattle that was um, one of the live events that mm-hmm. Buffini hosted. I had an agent in my office who was a top producer say, you should come to this event. It's free for, it was actually free, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, they're now not. But at the time, they were. It was in a huge amphitheater in Seattle, and it was just a great two-day event. Getting coached and getting training and writing goals. Like, I'd never done that before. Hmm. And I immediately... I mean, also, they're selling you on coaching when you're there, right? Mm -hmm. You're just in the... You're drinking the juices. You're around (laughs) it. And everybody else's success stories. And you're like, I want that for me, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, I talked with one of the um, sales, the blue shirts, as we call them, because their companies are, um, (laughs) colors are blue. Anyway, and um, I said, I called my husband. I remember calling him and and saying, yeah, the investment is is basically a full commission check, but I've got it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I have it. It's cool. I want this for me when I come back from having our son. I want this to keep me going. Mm. I'm going to pay somebody (laughs) to motivate me and get me out of the house, right, get right. me off the couch, telling me I can do it, and you know, how are we gonna structure our day, how are we gonna make this work? You know, real estate is wonderful that you can have a family, right, um, and, and work around baby time mm-hmm. and all that. So I paid on purpose mm-hmm. to have a coach to make sure that I still stuck with it. And it's kinda like, Going to a gym. I was thinking the exact same <laughs> thing. Or, I mean, it or is. Or like a especially, diet coach yeah. or nutritionist. You, you hired them when you were pregnant. I mean, you're, it was almost mm-hmm. like thinking about getting back into your professional shape, yeah. you know? Yeah. Your, yeah. yeah. So not yeah. your physical shape, but your your profession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned BNI groups, you know, so yes. coaching seems to be super important mm-hmm. when it comes to growing a business. And then it sounds like what they're suggesting you do is network. 
build relationships, find the people in town, and and do what you can to spread your name in a in a relational way yes. in that area so you can grow a business. So mm-hmm. what about networking has really worked for you? Well, the BNI has been super successful. It's usually a very big challenge for a real estate agent to, to get a seat because they're so coveted. Yeah. And usually the real estate agents just stay in that seat forever. Mm-hmm. So in Winchester, when I got here, I visited the current chapters and they're already full of mm-hmm. agents, lenders, and all, all the, the typical seats were filled. Um, but I said, you know what? Heck, there's enough people in Winchester. We're not super saturated yet. I'm going to go create a new one. Mm-hmm. And so I took the reins on and I said, I'll, we'll just have another chapter. And so I built that in two years. It took a little while because you need the rules are, you know, you need 17 people to already have been committed to doing it. And then mm-hmm. you become a chapter. Oh, wow. And so it's still going strong. This is the third year in and we have over 20 members. And nice. that's that's doing well for mm-hmm. great. a group. That's been a significant chunk of my business here mm. um, is the referrals and just the people that know me, mm-hmm. right? It's my my selling. It's my walking billboards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, and that's really impressive. I had no idea you you basically built your own BNI group. Mm-hmm. Hey, Good for you. If it's not there, <laughs> do it yourself. Right. And, and that's, I guess, my get up and go mm-hmm. um, yeah. personality. It's yeah. like, I just want to get things done. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like militant. I guess because I'm kind and I'm approachable and right. I'm nice about it, but I just will go and do systematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. systematic and yeah. in, in, in being motivated to get it done. Yeah, well, I'm not afraid of confrontation. That's either. great. Hey, <laughs> or the are, tough work. Like it's tough to move your business from state to yeah. state. Mm-hmm. You so. have to. You have to be. Yeah. yeah. I think that basically way, the way that you have explained how to grow your business can really go. In, ooze into other industries you know i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't oh, have yeah. to doesn't have to be just this real estate world mm-hmm. that um of how you've grown a business it can be any part any person mm-hmm. that is essentially thinking about starting up their company and right. that's a great strategy yeah. yeah well we as always as we wrap up our time here oh, Sarah, yeah, the questions. we have five <laughs> iconic questions yes. that we want to ask you okay. and so off the top of your head mm-hmm. here's question number one what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Yeah. Um, so Gringo Gordo is the new fan yeah. favorite in my book because it's it's hot and ready and <laughs> I can pick it up and go in two seconds. It's new and it's this tiny Where's that? little shack. Yeah, I don't know yep. anything about this. It's on the walking mall. Okay. And um, they also have a tiny shack on Valley Ave right by where the quilt shop is. Across from Hanley. Oakstone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they have parking there, so literally, I'm up and down Valley like every day, mm-hmm. five times a day. And so, if you know the real estate agent that hasn't packed a lunch ever <laughs> in her life mm-hmm. um, needs food and sustenance, that is where I go. I mean, I'm all about it. Awesome, ah, so love good. It. All right, there's a new one. I'm yeah, gonna have to try that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what is something awesome? Yeah. What is something you love about your neighborhood? Um. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we moved in March, and okay. we are in a new construction. Um, neighborhood and there's a lot of things that are very difficult about that because we're not on GPS mm. we don't have mailboxes and um, think that's things that I hate about <laughs> our neighborhood um, and also there's there's new construction and the road is just awful it's it needs to be repaved already but you like the location I love the lo- well yeah I, I miss being no. right in town we do we used to live on Loudon Street and okay. I really miss that uh-huh. but um 
I really love the mountain views. So we picked mm. it because it's we can see Signal Scenic. Knob oh, yeah. and yeah. all of the um, the mountain range in Strasbourg and Linden. Nice. And uh, that is really pretty. When I go out after a very stressful day with clients, or I'm still on the phone with my clients trying to negotiate, yep. I'm mm-hmm. out there on the back deck, nice. enjoying the scene and the quiet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Number three, why is Winchester a great place to live? Yeah, well... We have a lot of mom and pop stores still, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, We have good schools. We have good community here. And people know each other. I think people care. Um, There's a lot of involvement with the What's Happening in Winchester Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And there's um, just the Winchester Star does, I think, a good job of reporting everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just a community Small town vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where do you meet and spend time with new friends in Winchester? Mm, on the walking mall i mean in the events around mm-hmm. town um cool yeah yeah um question number five last one mm-hmm. what is one of winchester's hidden gems yeah i've struggled with this one too <laughs> as other people have um might have been that restaurant at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah gringo gordo gordo um <laughs> you know the italian the what is it called? The Neighborhood Italian Kitchen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I should have put that one up on number one mm-hmm. question. But that place looks not so cute from right. the outside, but oh my gosh, the food is amazing. That's so, hidden. and huge plates. I mean, mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. stinking yeah. huge. I haven't been there. That's one of our yeah. favorites. We were really? really sad when the one on Berryville Avenue closed. So now there's only the mm-hmm. one location in, in Berryville. Berryville. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love it. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Give us your details. Like, how do people find you? Oh, okay. So, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) Um, So, it's Sarah Sells Real Estate um, is my my handle. And then uh, Sarah at Sarah Sells-RealEstate.com for my email. Mm-hmm. And five four zero two seven three two seven 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 for my phone number. There's awesome. lots of sevens. <laughs> but you left out the fancy Abdurazak in your content, so that, that way people don't have 100%. to remember how to spell it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. exactly. Sells real estate <laughs> exactly. is easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Thanks so much for being here. You're, You're amazing. Welcome. Appreciate Thank it. You. Well, Sarah is amazing. Yeah. And what I didn't share is how. When Dave Spence and I started up Icon Real Estate, she mm-hmm. was with him. So she didn't oh. want to name drop. But okay. she was in that world of thinking that she was only going to be in town for those 18 months. Mm-hmm. And she was going to latch on to a top agent. Oh. She latched on to a great top agent. Good for her, yeah. Who then, when we started up Icon, she didn't know what was about ready to happen. Uh-huh. She didn't realize that Dave and I were going to start a company and... We had talked about it, but when she was working with him, she almost was just dragged dragged along with our company. Mm -hmm. And we met for the first time. It was like one of those moments from the movies, you know, where Tom Cruise is saying, hey, who's with me? Who's with me? (laughs) And nobody shows up. Well, she just came right along with Dave Spence. Yeah. And said, I'm going to work with Icon Real Estate. Hadn't met me at all. We sit down. She just trusted the first Dave because she had been Dave. working with Dave. Yeah. Absolutely. She's like, okay, I'm doing this. Nice. She, she brought on her little, you know, pet fish. You know, no, I'm joking. No, <laughs> she didn't have her pet fish with her. But it just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And yeah. so 
that's the behind the scenes story of how nice. she was with us at the beginning of opening Icon Real Estate. So mm-hmm. I appreciate her because of her willingness just to jump right in. Yeah. Already being new in town, trying to start a business, trying to, you know, find a way to make a living and then jumping agencies as well. So but, that was special. So I'll could, give her a quick shout out for yeah, that. Yeah, but you could hear just from, you know, listening to her. I mean, she's the type of person you want on your team if you're just starting out because yeah. she's a go-getter. Yep. She's a doer. You know, she's she's constantly she's kind experienced. of... She's experienced. Yeah, exactly. And so she knew how to start up, you know. Yeah. And, and so... So she's a good person to have on your team in the beginning. Good person to have. <laughs> so our icon segment right now is mm-hmm. going to be a Sarah. So just to give some proof to her, like coaching and networking advice Mm -hmm. when you look at her sales numbers again when you move into town i mean it's it's bleak it's challenging to get out there and actually try to sell things right away Mm -hmm. instantly she sold a couple million dollars right off the bat and and this is on her own the very next year in 2019 she had a 150 plus percent increase then from there the very next year she had like a 34 actually 38 percent increase these Mm -hmm. are huge numbers Mm mm-hmm to where this year she's already surpassed last year's numbers and she has put herself into 23rd place of our community of over 400 plus agents who have sold business. Wow. So within a couple of years, she, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at her graph, it's like off the charts of growth just going up and blowing up and Amazing. being able to say, okay, here's how I can start a company, start a business here in town. And she's only been in Winchester since you said 2018 yeah. or 19? Okay, yeah. wow. So just in those couple of years, yeah. she's got a template, she's mm-hmm. got the coach, she's got the networking, and she's making it she's, happen. So yeah. good job, Sarah. Yes. You're awesome. Yes. Well. Very inspiring. That is um, plenty for us to chew on for the day. And I definitely learned a lot from hearing from her of how she can network and yeah. do all that yeah but and tell us yeah, go ahead what well, did you i was learn? just gonna say and also how it tra- like you said before how it really translates the the types of things she's using to 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 have those kinds of numbers would translate to any kind of entrepreneurial right. like mindset any kind of yeah position and being motivated mm-hmm. and, and being you know excited about the industry enthusiastic i think yeah. she brings all of that yeah so whether you can awesome. spell her last name or can't it doesn't matter yeah. just look her up <laughs> yep. it, it doesn't matter it's sarah sells real estate there you go anyway. so tell us what's happening here okay. in town this coming week you know yes november is you know full swing and we're nearing holiday season yeah definitely i mean that's all the different types of events i'm talking about today are going to be holiday related so um saturday november 20th um, and Sunday, November 21st, there is a Kris Kringle outdoor market at um, Bell Grove Manor. Oh, So, cool. yeah, I don't know. Have you ever been to one of those Christmas markets? You know, No, but I've been to Bell Grove. Yeah, so yeah. I guess they're going to have, you know, Santa, food, mulled wine, you know, wreath-making classes, music, a petting zoo, a ballet performance. Wow. I mean, there's just going to be a really... I've been to a couple. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a really great way, a place to go to get into that holiday spirit. Um, a lot of, you know, outdoor holiday decor and, you know, just people in that yeah. holiday spirit. Love so it. it'll be a fun thing to do. When is that again? Um, Saturday and Sunday, November 20th and 21st from okay. 10 to 4 at Bell Grove. Okay. Um, and then another one I thought just family friendly, you know, if you have young kids, Saturday, December 4th, 11 a.m. at Bowman Library in Stephen City. 
It's called Welcome to Whoville. So they're doing like a, oh, a celebration yeah. with stories and puppets, singing, dancing activities, and a dramatic reading of The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Gotta have The Grinch. So it's going to be awesome. So it's like a big cast of people that, you know, they're saying, come in your costume. It's going to be, what? A, well, how much fun would a kid have at that? I mean, who are you adults gonna, I mean, too. Yeah. Who are you going to dress up to be? I mean, you're going to be The Grinch? No. no, I'm not going to be the no, Grinch. Mike will be the Grinch. Send him. <laughs> yeah, we should go to that. You're right. We should do that. That would be fun. Gemma would love it. So some fun things to get into the Those holiday are great. spirit. Holidays yep. are right around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, So we're looking forward. And you know what? I got to say, we will dr- we will drop an episode on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm excited Let's to say that. Let's do it. Might as well. I mm-hmm. mean, listeners are out there. They're calling for we're, it. <laughs> they're Let's calling for it. They need to share it with their family on Thanksgiving. Share the holiday love. Thanksgiving. Yes. We will have an episode for you. So yes. thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We definitely hope you learned something from today's episode, can apply it to your world, and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us today. If you have a moment, we would love if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Yeah. Until next time, think iconic. Think iconic.